from the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today with Braden Neville. Yes, it is, and I'm Braden Neville, your new digital host of Tie Cats Today on the Tie Cats Audio Network. And it's Friday, April the 28th, everyone's favorite day of the week, at least it's certainly mine. Uh, we have an exciting show lined up for you today as we will be catching up with Sean Thomas Erlington and Bailey Feltmate. We wanted to touch base with those guys, get a feel for how their offseason's been going, the absolutely huge news that dropped around the league, which we'll get to in just a bit, the upcoming season, and with the draft upcoming, I also wanted to get them to reflect on their experiences ahead of Tuesday's draft. But first, we are going to get to some huge news. Yesterday, the CFL announced that CBS will be broadcasting 34 games this season in the United States as part of a new multi-year deal. Wow. CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi was quoted saying that we're looking forward to working closely with CBS Sports Network to serve our loyal fans in the U.S. and grow our base there, which I most certainly think that a move like this will do. Obviously, this news is huge for the CFL. This will get more eyes on the league. It's a huge announcement across the board, and bravo to the league getting this done. Getting more eyes on the league in the States, it'll ultimately grow the game uh, to more markets, which is really all you can ask for. So the first games to be featured on CBS will be the season openers, and you can bank that Argos Ticats will definitely be one of those featured games. They will also be doing the holiday matchups like uh, Labor Day, uh, the Thanksgiving games, or as Americans call Canadian Thanksgiving, the weekend. Uh, the Ticats have officially been announced to be featured in one game, and that is the Labor Day Classic with Toronto at Tim Hortons Field. But expect that to change, though, as the league and CBS still have a ton of games to announce, so there'll be plenty more coming out. The full schedule will be announced closer to the season, so it'll be interesting to see how many games we will have on the network, but there's still no doubt this will elevate viewership and the game to have new eyes on it, and that's really the most important thing. More news around the league. We are approaching the CFL draft next Tuesday, as mentioned before, May the 2nd. The Ticats own four picks in that draft. They have the sixth overall pick, but sometimes even the late picks are the ones that can turn into great players and game changers, much like my next guest, Sean Thomas Erlington. Sean, how have you been doing, man? I'm doing good. Excited for this upcoming season. Well, the CFL just made a huge announcement about the upcoming season yesterday, announcing a partnership with CBS in the States that will see 34 CFL games televised across the States. What are your thoughts on this and what kind of impact do you think this could have on the game? I think it's, I guess it's too early to say what kind of impact it's going to have, but for sure what I think is, is going gonna, is gonna to do for the league is obviously give us some uh I mean, give the opportunity to Americans to actually watch more uh, Canadian football games and see how different it is, how excited it can be. And uh, especially, the, I think the big difference is like when the, at the end of the game, uh, of an NFL game compared to at the end of a CFL game, how uh, the game is never over until it's actually over in the CFL compared to the NFL. Now, with the draft coming up on Tuesday, I've been talking to a lot of guys on the team uh, just to reflect on their draft experience. Uh, I wanted to get yours. At what point did the CFL seem like a path for you leading up to the draft? Uh, I, I think uh, I would say probably as of my second year at the University of Montreal, you know, uh, 
I've been like games were games were going well for me. Like stat wise, the team was doing good, and I think I was putting my name out there uh, a few a few times here and there. And I guess it, it came through my mind the fact that uh, yeah, I could I could possibly be playing in the CFL. Now, uh, when you na- your name did get called and you found out you were going to be a Hamilton Tiger Cat, uh, just reflect on that a little bit. What were your emotions? I was I was very excited, uh, very happy. Uh, it was near the end of the of the draft, so I was already making my mind up to the fact that maybe I was not going to get drafted, and I was already looking forward to maybe getting a call for a uh, camp invite. And then all of a sudden, when my name popped up and uh, I was there with my friends, uh, a bunch of uh, other guys from the draft class and my family, and uh, it was it was a great moment. Now, you were a later pick, and obviously you've proved no matter where you get picked, you can still be a game changer in this league. Um, what advice do you have for guys who are maybe waiting a little longer to get their name called on draft day? I think you need to come in with the mindset that like even if you want to get drafted, it doesn't mean it's gonna happen. But as long as you get a shot, like like I said, like I was getting myself ready to maybe get an invite to a camp. If you didn't get even one of those invites, that's when you get the chance to, to to prove what you can do. Like whether you're drafted or invited, at the end of the day, when camp starts, it's just it's just a game of football. Now fast forward to this season. Um, training camp's coming up. What have you been doing to get prepared? Uh, obviously working out. A lot, uh, running a lot, you know, just just trying to get into the the, the football stuff. Uh, I think my preparation has been is pretty much complete or near near completion. Uh, physically, uh, all I all I gotta do is show up prepared and and ball out. Now, obviously, new quarterback this year, um, and a legend and future Hall of Famer, um, Bo Levi Mitchell. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what your thoughts are and the excitement you have coming into a season with him at QB. Uh, definitely a great team player. Uh, I remember, I think it was the week or two weeks after he got, uh, he got. There was a transaction where he uh, he signed with the Tiger Cats. He called me up and uh, and told me how excited he was to play with, with all all of us. Uh, me specifically during that call, but uh, just like he seems like someone that obviously wants to win. He wants to bring a cup to to Hamilton, and uh, I think I think everybody on the team, everybody's going to make the team. That's that's the objective. Well, Sean, I really appreciate your time for today, and uh, I look forward to seeing you out there on the field this season. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. That was Sean Thomas Erlington running back for your Hamilton Ticats, and a guy who really proved himself after being a late pick in the draft, even saying in the interview he wasn't necessarily even expecting to be drafted and was ready to show up at camp. But sure enough, he did get drafted, and now look how far he's come. Some more big news just announced today as the Ticats have announced they have added five players to the roster, including national receiver Ricky Sindani, American defensive back Cesar Williams, Brandon Easterling, Roger Cray, and also American offensive lineman Moses Johnson. Sindani is coming over from the Stamps. He played four seasons there, registering 92 receptions for 986 yards and three receiving touchdowns. So great additions. Um, there and a great addition to that Tommy Condell offense at receiver on what is looking to be already a very good Ticats offense. Cesar Williams is a familiar face. He spent time with the Ticats last season and even some time with the LA Rams as well on that practice squad. Brandon Easterling uh, most recently spent time with the Giants in training camp last season. Roger Cray Jr. is coming from his loan season at Dominion University. 
And rounding out the five signees, Moses Johnson coming to us after playing five seasons at Sam Houston University. Who said Fridays were for calling it in as the Hamilton Ticats were putting in work heading into the final weekend of April? Some exciting additions for sure coming on both defense and offense for your Hamilton Ticats. I think it's about time we throw to our next interview who has played his last two seasons with the Ticats on both defense and special teams, and that's Moncton, New Brunswick's own Bailey Feltmate. Bailey, how you been living, man? I've been living good, man. I appreciate having me on today. It's nice. Uh, just got the facility, getting in some work, so pleasure. So how was your offseason? Did you get up to anything exciting, anything uh, interesting over <laughs> the uh, offseason? Honestly, I... Uh... I told myself at the beginning that I wanted to work this off season just because I knew um, with just training and everything else and trying to stay busy, you get a little bored. You got so much time. And you, so I'm, I was kind of preparing my preparing for life after and just getting things lined up that way. And uh, just trying to stay as busy as possible training, um, seeing all the guys around here and just enjoying my off season too. Now there was Big news uh, yesterday, as the CFL announced, CBS will be airing 34 games uh, in the States this season. Uh, just talk to me a little bit about your thoughts on that, and um, how do you think it will help with the growth of the CFL into the American market? Oh, man, it's uh, it's such a great marketing strategy. I mean, more people more people to, to watch our games, it's the better. So we just need more viewership and, honestly, uh, gaining more fans and, and – uh, People that want to watch football, especially the CFL, and watch a different game other than the NFL, um, and get to get a different viewpoint on what football is up here in Canada. It's really it's a it's a great opportunity, and I think it'll it'll open a lot of doors in the future. Now, moving forward, we have the draft next week. Um, I wanted to get a little bit of uh, your experience with the draft. Um, just talk to me about um, you know you're kind of the year before you're drafted. You kind of have an idea you're going to the CFL, but just talk to me through when you thought the CFL was actually a really good possibility for you. Yeah. So, I mean, going into university, I always thought it would have been a, an option or like an opportunity that could present itself moreover. But as I got into later years and, and started gaining more accolades, I guess um, I'd say the best, the best point I could Pinpoint is probably East-West Bowl. I was like, okay, I can. I got to see my talent up against other guys that are now in the league. Um, and it was at that point that I was like, okay, I think I have an opportunity here. And and after that, I I, I took it with all all I could and tried to uh, tried to make the best of it. And uh, I remember draft night come draft night, it came to fruition, which was I'm so grateful for and grateful for Hamilton for taking me. And uh, it was a it was a great. It was a great night. I, I'll always remember that. And it'll always be in my memories, even though we were that COVID year and uh, yeah. things didn't pan out as they did nowadays or, or prior to COVID. So, but with all due, it was, it was, it was amazing. So, yeah. And kind of talk to me a little bit about hearing your name called and hearing it was the Hamilton Ticats that you were going to be playing for. Yeah. So I guess through the process, I'm trying to remember, but I was talking, I was talking to most teams, talking to them. Um, doing interviews with teams weeks coming up to it because we obviously didn't have the the combine. Um, and I felt very, very welcomed by Hamilton right away with talking to Drew Alamang. And so I, I was kind of hoping 
as maybe cliche as that sounds, I was kind of hoping to be with the Ticats. And uh, as soon as their pick came up for a pick 17 in the second round, I, I was fingers crossed. Uh, I remember not getting a call. Like you usually get that call before or something. And I just saw my face on the TV. And then, <laughs> and then at that moment, I was just jumping for joy and just ecstatic about the opportunity. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so you line up in your like we'll take you to your first training camp with the tie cats um just tell me a little bit about that adjustment going from the u sports level and now you're playing against cfl um veterans yeah um it was definitely it was definitely like a a shock for sure um in terms of physicality like everybody's going to be fat bigger faster stronger at the next level right um and i i felt like i I stood my ground there pretty well. It was coming from a division in U sports that has always seemed to be the the back burner in U sports. AUS has never been outstanding or known to be outstanding. And hopefully that is going to be changing in the future and we grow the AUS. But um, coming into like a professional organization with a, a ginormous playbook uh, was a big change. And getting used to that was, was something I had to deal with. and, and that's when I leaned on all the veterans and they helped me out and it made training camp much easier. And, and now I, I, I feel like I got a good grasp on it. And I, and I thank everybody in this locker room because without them, I, I probably wouldn't have been here. Now, what was that kind of aha moment, that moment where you're like, I'm in the CFL, like this is real. Um, talk me through that. Was it in your first game, your first start? Uh, where, when was it? <clears throat> I'd say it was my first game. Uh, I remember, I remember my first game against because I used I used to train with Mike Miller, who's a, a special teams legend, I guess, for Winnipeg, and uh, he's from Moncton, New Brunswick as well. And so, first game against him against Winnipeg in Winnipeg was just a cool experience, and going out in such a huge crowd and something I was never used to was uh, absolutely surreal. And then getting to talk to him after the game, um, that moment there, I was like, "Wow, like this is this is uh, this is something I could get used to, and this is something I was never expecting." So, yeah, it was a great experience for sure. Yeah, and those Winnipeg crowds can be crazy as well. So I can only imagine. But um, yeah. upcoming season, what are your goals for not only yourself but for the for the team this year? And well, the end goal is to win the cup, right? So it's at home, so. We have an amazing opportunity ahead of us, and I think we just need to stick to the game plan, listen to the coaches, um, and we need to go out firing with the chip on our shoulder because we need to we need to go finish it for us and for Hamilton, the city of Hamilton, too. Well, I appreciate all your time today, Bailey. Thank you uh, for talking with me, and we're looking forward to seeing you on the field this season. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Brian. That was Ty Cats linebacker Bailey Feltmate, very down-to-earth guy who certainly seems focused on getting to work this season. And like we've been hearing from all the players so far, the goal is to win. It's simple as that. I think the expectations have been set. I also want to thank Sean Thomas Erlington for joining me today. We look forward to seeing those guys out there on the field this season. And I also look forward to seeing you next time on Ty Cats Today. I'm Braden Neville, and have a wonderful weekend.